Hi, I'm Tyler from Caliber TV, and you're watching the Limelight Podcast. Thank you for coming back to the Limelight Podcast. Joining me with Zach is Tyler from Caliber TV. Thank you, dude, for coming on and getting to chat. And congratulations on the Darko video that you guys recently released. And it looks Thank incredible. You. It's something different that I've never seen before from what you guys have released. Thank you, dude. Really appreciate it. Happy to be here. What's uh again, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, let's get another one, dude. <laughs> let's get another video just like that. I mean, I'm sure they're recording an album. Um, I'm sure they're going to be putting something out soon. So it seems like you guys are going to be uh, within that band for quite some time. You guys going to work on any other projects with them with videography or anything else? I'm hoping to. Um, yeah, Josh and uh, Tom have been working on a new album. The They are working on a full length album. And um, they've I think they've fully announced that on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. I don't think they have a Darko band page for Twitter, mm. but they've definitely announced that they're working on an album. Um, and uh, yeah, and they're working with our guy who does Caliber Audio, actually. So Ashtone Audio. So they're they're currently working on that together. Um, but who knows? I'm I'm hoping that I can do a music video for Darko. Uh, I was talking to Josh about it, and we were planning on something, but something came up. So maybe in the future we'll be able to, um, but yeah, I'd absolutely love to do more with Darko. That yeah. that video turned out really cool, and I'm super stoked on it. In the comments awesome. section, yeah, it does look awesome. The comments section, is it true that his guitar was or his strings were set upside down? Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, was that purpose? Yeah, yeah. He so he's he's playing the whole guitar swapped. So, I mean, what? Josh is really interesting with the way he plays. Um, Seems it. He's just an incredible, incredible musician. I wonder what the reasoning is for that. I don't, I, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. It's just, I'm so confused. Like, yeah, that's, that's an incredible really thing to look at. I think he's left-handed. So he's, he plays guitar, like, with his left hand. So he swaps, like, a, a right-sided guitar on the left. Oh, and talking about. I'm not entirely sure how he plays drums because I'm not a drummer, but I did notice in the comment section that someone was saying that he like he's left handed, but he leads with his right. And I don't know if that's true. I'll have to mm -hmm. talk to Josh and <laughs> confirm it. But um, I'm not a drummer, so I have no idea. He might be ambidextrous <laughs> or however you Jordan, pronounce did you that. notice that at all with the, his drumming? Yeah. at all 
No, I, I dude, I had no idea. I mean, he, it's set up for being a right-handed drummer, for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, if I go back and look at the video, I, I don't think I would see any differences whatsoever. I think it would just be I entirely the, the same thing. For for people like playing like upside down, like opposite handed guitars is like usually most lefty players usually start out playing because they can't afford a left-handed guitar because usually have to buy them new it's hard to find them like in a pawn shop or something like that and they're Mm -hmm. not handed down very often so i wonder if that has something to do with it like because i'm pretty sure that's how Jimi hendrix started playing the upside down Mm -hmm. like strat yeah Jimi hendrix plays upside down or he did yeah yeah it's because he couldn't afford it apparently i never Mm -hmm. talked to the guy so (laughs) I'm just not a fan of discriminating against left-handed guitar players, so we need to fix that. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, how have you been, dude? Like, how's Alfredo? Like, I, like, you know, during the quarantine and everything, everybody's doing their own situation and trying to stay afloat with um, how they go about um, their art or their music. And, you know, it seems like you guys aren't stopping anytime soon. It seems that uh, you actually have a lot going on, which is fucking awesome for, you know, the whole team, in, you know, in the caliber corner. Yeah, we've been all we've been doing great. I mean, um, I've been booking out music video shoots. Um, dropped one a couple weeks ago um, with Haskin, um, and that was for Justin Haskin, who's in a Lost Conduit and um, a band called Desolist, um, and they're local around here. And shooting a couple more music videos over the next uh, two months. I've also got weddings um nice. that's a main thing that i've branched out to during quarantine is uh wedding business my girlfriend runs an amazing wedding photography company oh, she's done that for years and um now we're bringing multimedia to it so now i'm doing um video work for weddings and um, i'm actually doing one of my first under her company um in the end of september so that'll be really fun um and we're you know we're kind of just expanding into that uh to make money during all of this mm-hmm. and probably into the foreseeable future mm-hmm. so that's pretty fortunate you can work with your girlfriend on that it's pretty awesome yeah definitely yeah she's a super talented uh photographer and we just built up her website and um added me onto it and nice built out packages and we're looking like a you know ten thousand dollar company but we're not power <laughs> couple man <laughs> heck yeah <laughs> yeah those weddings are expensive i used to work at a venue and uh i always uh admire the photographers or the videographers um which is just because that whole um that whole process is live in the moment you're capturing every single second and it's cool I don't know if I'd be able to like. I'm an amateur with like taking photos and all that jazz, but I think I'd be. Mm-hmm. I, I usually cry when they walk down the aisle, so I don't think that's the right thing. <laughs> oh, I'm so soft, dude. And it only it, it happens on a rare occasion. Like this one lady, she she walked down the aisle with her dad, um, and they were there was two guys playing twelve string guitars, and they were playing "Here Comes the Sun" by the Beatles. And I was like, get the fuck! Like this is gorgeous. This is so beautiful. No, nah, but that's awesome that you guys are able to stay afloat and everything. Um, with you know, with everything going on from from what I've seen over the years, you guys have done a lot of live um, production videos. Whether it was in venue, and the biggest one that you guys had was Warp Tour 2018. That was pretty sick. It seemed like you guys were on for a good amount of time. I mean, with 
with how much live acts that you put out into the uh, the internet. So, like, how long were you guys on that warp tour? I mean, was it like the full uh, three month run? Was it like a couple weeks? Because I was on a week for warp tour in seventeen, but we just missed you guys because you guys were on in eighteen. Yeah. So, um, twenty sixteen was the only year that we were actually on buses. So when we got hired by Warped in 2016, we were um, on the buses for a week. Um, and we had a couple days off in between. And then we flew back and did all of our editing. And then in 2018, we actually, we drove all that ourselves. So, um, yeah, we, we've done that, I mean, many years. Um, we actually drove... Let's see, from Sacramento down to Pomona, I believe, or Ventura, and we filmed a date there. Then we drove to, if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember. I think this is how the the schedule was. Um, But we left there right after the show ended and drove all the way down to Arizona. Um... And then we filmed Arizona the next day. And then we had a couple days off in Vegas. So next morning, we wake up from Arizona and we drove all the way to Las Vegas. And the tour had like a two-day off. So we all hung mm. out in Las Vegas. and just Not a bad spot to fun. take a break at. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that had to have been And then purpose. we... Yeah. And then uh, we just like partied for a couple days. And then we worked on... Uh, filming at the Hard Rock Cafe, and that one was really cool because they actually had like a pool up to a stage um, with a bunch of sand going into it. So people were like moshing out there. Icy Stars got people just going ham, doing flips into the pool, and it was just mayhem. But um, it was really cool. Um, that was actually like the coolest warp tour I've ever been to was there in Vegas. I mean, it wasn't cool. It was hot. Yeah, I'm sure it was really hot. (laughs) I feel like crab core is more acceptable in that kind of atmosphere. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah. Um, yeah. And that year we actually, we drove back from, um, Las Vegas and we drove all the way to LA, dropped off our friend in LA and then drove all the way back up to Sacramento it ended up being like a 14 hour drive or something. Ooh. And it was just like, it was nuts. I remember hitting, like we were so sleep deprived, like, because we left the night of Vegas, we finished filming Vegas and it was like midnight or one in the morning and we're filling up gas and we're driving all the way back all night. And, um, I just remember being so sleep deprived. We're all just loopy. We, we arrive at our friend's house and we all get out of the car and we've all been kind of like grumpy with each other. And then we see that our friend's sprinkler has been broken off and is spraying like 20 feet in the air and spraying the roof of the house. And we're all just so sleep deprived. We're just busting up laughing. We're just like <laughs> laughing our ass That's off. the best and kind of laugh, man. <laughs> we literally like nothing made sense and we're like we don't know what it's funny it's just hilarious after driving for so long and being angry at each other um and then i just remember driving back to sacramento just the whole drive just going like we're gonna make it not much longer (laughs) 
but um yeah warp tour has always been amazing it's been an amazing experience whether we've been on the tour or whether we've been accommodated to come out mm-hmm. um but we've you know we've done that a couple of years where we just literally we drive on our own money and we mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we all pitch in and we all get a hotel and we all do this um warp 2016 we were paid by um by warp tour to come out um but the other years we were accommodated by them and we were given, um, you know, some amenities and stuff to come out and do it. So How did, you like this, uh, do it. did you have like this moment of like, I've made it. <laughs> when did you get uh, that? Kind of. I mean, yes. I mean, when we got hired in 2016, that was the first time we ever got hired for anything. We'd just been doing wow. it and doing it. So when we met with, uh, with everybody, like we had, um, one of our friends, Tim KM, um, he's a YouTuber. Um, he, he works in the scene. Uh, he shoots photos for a lot of bands. And um, he actually lived down near the, the Warped headquarters. And he went and met with Kevin Lyman, like dropped our proposal for us. And then we kind of all came down there shortly afterwards to meet with them once they were interested. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it was really exciting because like we had never done anything like that before. And we were finally going to get to work for warped, which we'd been filming for years. Um, you know, and we were slowly steadily making progress and, you know, improving our craft. And Kevin saw that and he saw what we were, you know, trying to do. And he gave us a huge shot. And I, you know, I'm very grateful for that because that kind of helped launch what we do. Um, when we, when we did those videos for Warped, it was like, it was a big, you know, oh shit, who are these guys moment? You know, like people started (laughs) paying attention to us more. And, um, and I think we did 46 videos for Warped in 2016 that summer, uh, the summer that we were hired. Jesus Christ. That's like, that's a lot of work, man. That's a lot of work. That's like, you don't get time to stop at all i mean you could just probably drink all the monster water you can what the yeah (laughs) Yeah, well the the tour actually like um you know we went at the very beginning of the tour so we were there on production day getting everything ready and then we we hit the first few dates and then we had to fly home so like we hit the first four dates and we had we had three dates to get everything fully done and anything that was either messed up whether there was a problem with production or whether it just wasn't a solid performance or you mm. know like some of the dates were really hot and you know some of the, the there was tons of dirt in the air and it, it affects vocalists and different things so if there was if there was a performance where some artist was like we don't really feel like we performed our best you know then we we scheduled that for the last fourth day you know like things happen you know, sound can go out, there can be problems. Um, sometimes there's things where things are set back by five minutes and, you know, oh. you miss a song that needs to happen. You know, things happen on Warp Tour. Um, and, you know, it doesn't happen often, but you always got to pr- prepare for, you know, the worst or what's going to happen. I mean, we had in Louisiana where there was a thunderstorm that canceled like four bands. There was a massive thunderstorm oh. and it was everybody had to go inside for shelter until the storm passed. So like, it was like, you know, a lot of bands, you know, couldn't perform. Um, so 
you know, you have to kind of prepare for the for the worst. And, you know, we had 46 videos that we needed to film that year. And, you know, we we had four days to get all those bands, you know, filmed. And um, it wasn't 46 bands, but it was, you know, 46 total videos at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think all of them made it because, you know, we had we sent them off to Warped and we worked with Warped with sending them off to the artists and the labels and, you know, and they would decide ultimately if they wanted it to go out. And a lot of them did. And there are a lot that didn't. But, um, yeah, working for Warped was like definitely one of the coolest experiences that I've had to this day for sure. I feel like there's like a common thread with a lot of people that talk about their warp tour experience, especially like being like on the ground up. Like obviously you guys are pretty new, but it seems like Kevin's got an eye for that. And he kind of like, it's very hard to see people respect that and actually want to give opportunity like that. Like that's, that's such like a, such a great story. Yeah. You hear it all the time too. Yeah. He's, he's one of the greatest guys ever. Like, I mean, Kevin's literally so nice. I've never met somebody who just, who he looks at you and he believes in you. And that's, that's a huge thing with Kevin is like, you can tell that he really believes in you. And like when we first met with him, you know, they had Yahoo doing stuff for them for all the live streams. And like, I remember that they, they, they let go of Yahoo for us. And like, that was huge. Like, the fact that he was like, it's amazing. Right. And like, put that on your resume. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for us as, you know, kids had just been doing it. Like, yeah. I mean, we basically just figured, I mean, we were adults, but we were young adults and we, you know, we still figured ourselves as like kids who were just trying to figure it out. Sure. You know, we, we didn't know anything about the music industry and we were just, you know, working as hard as we could to, to make it and do what we wanted to do. And like, Kevin was the first person to like actually like listen to us and be like, I believe in you guys and I'll that's hire so cool. you. So. That's such a huge risk for him to take too. And he still does it. Like that's, that's amazing. That yeah. is, yeah. I never thought of it like that. That is actually kind of a, a risk. I mean, when you see the work that you guys have done, it's kind of a no brainer, but um, it's just, you know, when you got a corporate company coming in or let alone, you know, I want to say like a handful of, guys that are or girls that are really professional what they're doing like sometimes those executive decisions can be easily made and they go to corporate you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. i mean i also saw some of those yahoo lives and uh i think sleeping with sirens was one of the videos that they messed up when they streamed live did you see that where the backtracks were delaying and they were Mm -hmm. looping before they performed dude and i was like yahoo's really fucking up right now so but um yeah and i mean a lot of people like even said like when we dropped those videos that year how much better the audio was than oh, Yahoo that's awesome and, dude, dude, so and all the other previous better, streams dude. but like we weren't even good back then like we were, <laughs> we were, we were, we were <laughs> but like you know like we've changed our whole process now like the way that we capture audio now is way different it would have never worked in warp tours environments like For if sure. we if we ever are able to record that many bands at Warp Tour ever again, we're going to have to have special boards that we bring out just for us. Like, mm-hmm. if, like, when we worked this last summer, the last Warped on 2019, we, we specifically worked with them to get a specific board each, like, 
the days that we were there, mm-hmm. they were at the stages that we needed to film at. Oh, because good. without those boards, we weren't capable of it. So, yeah. you know, before we were running in between sound tents and we had recording devices that were set up, they were going through the board, but it was a totally different process. And, you know, that audio, we weren't capable of editing it to how it should have been. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're basically, we were taking like a mixed down version from the board and in 2016, it was like, we only got audio as good as what was capable of the person who was running the board. And a lot of times, it's not even their fault because they're tuning for a live show, oh, yeah, not for, for sure. an internet show. So basically, yeah. you know, we're getting these files that are a little mismatched because they're they're bumping tons of bass into it and all these things for, you know, for the live experience. And we're not getting the exact same thing back. Oh, no so, way. you know, so our new process allows us to to have complete control over the audio. And, you know, things have changed tenfold for us uh, within, you know, the past two years. So that must be such a relief just to have that at a minimum. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, seriously. And Kevin does have an eye for I mean, like, dude, it was like it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, he was my honorary first guest. He, you know, and that kickstarted this whole podcast. So I thank him all the time, you know, every time I can. But uh, he just he gets it. He gets um, he gets what we're aiming for. He gets the passion that we have. I mean, you know, if there was competition out there with Caliber, which I don't think there is much. I know there's um, a couple other channels. There's BVTV. There's um, a couple other people who do just drum cams. I think I, forget, I can't pronounce his name. It's like Kayam drum videos or something yeah tim kayam yeah that dude's pretty rad earlier yeah the guy who actually um he went on 2016 worked with us and helped us film and he um he was the one who set up the meeting with kevin like well nice he was the first person to meet with kevin Mm -hmm. and then we we came down um and talked with kevin as a group so Mm -hmm. yeah tim kayam's awesome um yeah and bbtv is actually kind of run by us so oh, oh surprise motherfucker <laughs> yeah how does that, do that yeah um, how does that work our the guy who runs the back angle at the soundboard um his name is alex katerabek and he he actually runs bbtv bbtv is his youtube channel um but he also films for caliber and we we struck a partnership a couple years back where we started working together and we basically, we put Caliber videos on BBTV, um, like, all the time. So he's he's constantly getting the live videos that, like, we, we will work together to film an artist. And then, you know, we'll get these songs, he'll get these songs. And we, we split them that way. And it's a great way for us to, like, you know push things out into the internet and mm-hmm. bbtv has got a bigger sub base than we do just based on you know doing subscript or not subscriptions based on doing um you know music video releases and you know showcasing new artists and he's got a great platform for that and a lot of people there actually you know want to find new music and oh, for sure. on top of it they occasionally get the live videos which are thrown at them so um yeah, and small fact is 
all that BBTV graphic is done by me. Hey, that's hey, the I'll talk a little bit, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so we can we can say that you guys cornered the market and. Don't try starting a live YouTube channel with filming bands because you're not going to. No, I'm just kidding. I would yeah, never do I'm that on, to somebody. <laughs> like, I'm on BBTV right now just kind of looking at what they – I could see like it definitely – it looks very similar. I can definitely see. If you can, Yeah, if you look at the, the logos of Caliber yep. and BBTV. It makes sense same. now. <laughs> I, do all the, I do all the animation work and all the, the branding and the graphics. So like they're very yeah. similar and I it's intentional. Like they're supposed to be similar. We're – we're definitely, you know, a thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, while Caliber is obviously the video company, like we're the ones who put together all the videos and we edit them and we we do all of that. Um, he's just, you know, AK is a part of it and he nice. he has filmed with us for years and um, we'll always throw videos on there. You know, we've got it'll always drop in. Like now it says BBTV presents. A video by Caliber TV. Okay. And then starts the video. So, yeah, I don't think we were clear with that before. It was always like BBTV, and then it would just start. It was and then at the <laughs> end, you'd see like, you know, Caliber TV, BBTV. Yeah. So we were never like really like, like obvious with it. Yeah, but, you never announced it like yeah. publicly. But I mean, the conspiracy can be put to rest now. I mean, like now that I think about it, maybe that's why Pat and Gino's in Philadelphia is such a staple to Philly. Maybe they just work together and they, we just don't know. Maybe it's just all yeah. the PR. You don't think so, Zach? Absolutely. No way. Well, I'm not eating there anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like I know. Both, they're both uh-uh. pretty gross for... So wait, is it like Hardee's? Is it like Hardee's and Carl's Jr.? Wait, are they... Are they? Wait, are they the same thing? We don't. We don't have Hardee's and Carl's Jr. here. No. Yeah, I've never seen a Hardee's and a Carl's Jr. in the same location ever. <laughs> I wonder why. I never see BBTV and Caliber in the same room at the same show. I don't get it. They're never. Yeah. <laughs> we're there. We're there. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. No, I. I never. I never would have. You can kind of see like the similarities, but I don't think that's something that I would just be like, I wonder if they're working together and stuff. Because I don't see a lot of channels. I don't see a lot of competition. And I'm sure in the beginning when you guys started this um, this video production company, there is a lot of competition, I'm sure, within California getting this up and running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, in Sacramento alone, there were like three or four live channels when we were really? starting. Yeah. Um, yeah. None of them were like, you know, exploding, but they were out there every night filming stuff. And then we would show up and they'd just be like, oh shit, it's Caliber. So, um, <laughs> we should I just mean, leave. <laughs> we, ha- we've had, we had a couple guys like tell us that, like who worked awesome. for them. Like we had a guy come up to us and he was like, every time you walk in the room, it's like, shit, Caliber's here. <laughs> That's a compliment. That's- is, yeah, yeah. I mean, and we, I love that. I mean, we, we almost run them out of like out of doing it. Like those people, wow. I don't see them. I mean, when before COVID started, I didn't ever really see them at shows anymore. Um, mm. One of like they're they're both run by some older guys. Um, there was one called Rock Hard Live, and they were doing some stuff in Sacramento, and they've been doing it for a couple of years. And um, you know, and they're they're not like what we do where we have multi angles and we do all this post-production work and we, you know, put together a polished product. They're kind of just out there documenting live stuff. So like, you know, Mm. they're out there 
all the time just filming unknown bands and putting them up on the internet and you know there's they've got a lot of drive and passion to do that and you know that's awesome but you know like definitely as a live production company we were the the ones that flourished and really showed what we were capable of so i'm curious that like speaking of drive and passion and all that stuff what uh what inspires you to do this like what made you go like this is what i want to do and where like where did that come from who inspired you what inspired you what keeps you going what is it I don't know. I mean, (laughs) what a great answer. (laughs) It might be. I mean, I have reasons for sure. Like I love music. Okay. That's a good start. (laughs) I, I'm actually, I'm a huge music fan. And on top of it, my, my mother did graphic design growing up and I started doing graphic design when I was 12. I started fiddling with Photoshop and working with, you know, Adobe products and, um, I slowly started getting into video in high school and I was doing, trying to do animation work. I did jailbreak themes. I created, um, you know, I, I sold products on the jailbreak store. I did websites. Um, I've done all sorts of different things, but growing up through high school, I think one of the main things that like kept me going a lot of time was music, you know, like, I I had a hard time in high school and you know a lot of kids do and and sure. one thing that that always stuck with me was music and I would watch live videos constantly like it's all I did was when I was home I was watching live videos and mm-hmm. some of my favorites of all time like Slipknot Big Day Out I think 2002 and you've got like um I mean all those Big Day Out videos were just so sick like you've yeah, got system of a down from big yep. day out and um psycho and that video just like i'd watch that constantly like them on the floor just free it's, rocking ri- it's out, ridiculous just, yeah. just like you know out of their minds just playing a show and like i watched all of that a lot and i don't think i it ever clicked with me that that's what i wanted to do um but i actually you know it almost happened by accident with all of this like because i was doing band designs um when i first started i was doing graphic design under the name outreach design and terrible name um <laughs> and don't look it up um, <laughs> but it i yeah. wasn't i wasn't that good Zach, can you look it let's, up real quick? let's put it that way I wasn't that good let's put it that way but I was I was okay and I was doing a lot of stuff for some local bands and then I was just constantly going to shows I mean I was seeing bring me the horizon like 10 times a year oh fuck yeah um they were just every time they were anywhere near me I was just (laughs) driving whether it was LA whether it was San Francisco whether it was Las Vegas I just had friends who were going to the shows constantly so I'd just drive and meet them there Mm -hmm. so um, I started going to a ton of shows and then I, I met Alfredo and I met Alfredo in San Francisco and um, he was telling me how he was um, like working on this company and he asked me if I could design logos for Caliber TV and at the time he had a little box logo with the Caliber TV with the antennas on it, it was a little cartoony logo. Oh, I remember that, and that logo. Was, <laughs> Yeah, that was that was what Fredo had before I had joined. And um, then 
I did the the first caliber logo, which is the super skinny, tall with the big C. Yeah. And that that one stuck for a long time. And we always hated it, but we never knew how <laughs> to move away from it because for a while we really liked it. But then it it was like it wasn't modern, it wasn't like clicking and mm. We didn't know how to remove it without removing our branding because people people would be like, we'd tell them like, oh, we work with Caliber, and they'd be like, huh? Right. And we'd like show them, we'd show them a video, and they'd be like, oh, as soon as they saw the logo, they were like, oh, I know you guys, like yeah, yeah definitely I see this all the time. That's tough. Yeah. So like, for a long time, we struggled with it on how we were going to change it, and then um, we actually one of uh, Alfredo's friends is a massive graphic designer in the Bay area. And he's worked with like Nike and like all these like big companies. And he was just like, Oh, I'll work on a new logo for you. (laughs) So he, you know, he, he came through and did the new caliber logo and, um, he did, he did a wonderful job at rebranding us, but, um, sorry, I totally went off on, on that whole subject. No, you're good. I'm listening. I'm intrigued. Yeah, it is a good story. Yeah, Yeah. when 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 we started, it was it was literally just you know, it was Fredo basically doing it himself in the beginning, and he was going out with a single camera, and then I think Sam joined um, one of our other videographers, and then I think I joined like a month or in the same month or something, and um, we we started doing like multi angles and you know, we, we started doing interviews and different things and trying to figure out what we were really good at. And Mm. the live videos was always the main focus, but it, you know, it's obviously taken a lot of years to get to that point. Um, Oh yeah, for sure. Cause I'm coming up on seven years with caliber (sighs) doing this and Fredo started a year before. So eight years with him, um, he started in 2012. I joined in 2013. So it's it's definitely been a long process. Um, but yeah, I mean, my whole entire inspiration is that I love music and I love documenting music. Like, mm. that's a big thing to me. Like, we've done this for like no money forever. I mean, we literally, we've sunk all our own money into doing this. And, you know, and a huge part of that is because we believe in what we do and we also believe in the artists and we love music. And like we've we've had so many shows where we just drive on our own dime down to L.A. And, you know, like one of our first big shows, we drove down to um, to film Crown the Empire in uh, at Chain Reaction in L.A. And um, we we drove down. Well, not L.A., but, you know, SoCal. And sure. so we drove down and, um, you know, that was, that was a, a big if whether we were getting in, cause we were driving, we left at like four in the morning. Yeah. It's like a six we hour gonna, drive, right? Yeah. And so we had a band that was going to get us in that was like a local or actually, no, sorry. It was, I don't remember what band it was, but they, they had their visas like rejected last minute and they weren't able to make it. And um, we were already on our way and we were like halfway down to L.A. when we heard word. So like we were like, okay, well, we either turn home or we just keep going. And, you know, we're doing this for free. Like we've just contacted people and we've said, like, you know, 
we'd love to film this. And, you know, like we were nobodies at that point. So we're, yeah. we're just investing everything that we have into trying to do this. And, and those bands, I'm sure, appreciate you guys doing that because content is content. And if they thoroughly enjoy what has been creative, um, being created, then they come back to you and work with you in the near definitely. future. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, and we've had paid opportunities because of that. So, right. but you know that was a that was a show that was just like we didn't even know what was going to happen when we got to the venue and we're like contacting bands on our way there and um we actually contacted youth and revolt um not a band anymore and um rip uh mm-hmm. zach do you um, know them but they were a uh decently post-hardcore band back in the day decently except the folks have to check them out then up. Vocals a little <laughs> fucked up. They yeah, all agree, were, but it's what it is. Did you work with? Some... Yeah, accusations. Did you work with True or did you work with Tanner when they were a thing? Um, True, but yeah. um, I wasn't really close with True. I mean, I messaged him here and there when we'd um, show up to gigs or something. And mm-hmm. like, um, it was mainly like Warp Tour, but. Oh, um, yeah, we're on Warp Tour. Ernie Ball for the whole year. Yeah, so. But um, I think it was Kenny who's in the band. Um, Kenny's a good band. And there was a couple other guys. There was another, I forget what his name is. Um, there was Devin on the drums, but he got kicked out. Um, mm-hmm. George joined later on. He played guitar. Alex Ramos, mm-hmm. he also plays guitar. I, I've met him a couple times. He's cool because he's from New Jersey. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah, so like you guys kind of went out were they playing yeah. a chain reaction yeah so they were playing chain reaction it was crown the empire volumes and youth and revolt and one other band that dropped out but we we actually like um we didn't know you know how we were going to get in so we contacted youth and revolt and um basically we're like we'll shoot stuff for you like if you can get us in and mm. You know, we I actually did promo photos for them that ended up being one of their big promo photos um, in a parking lot right around the corner from um, I know exactly from Chain Reaction. About. That's cool. I didn't know that was you. Yeah, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking so, about. Yeah, so um, it's got the big blue sky and like, yeah, that, that shot was done literally like 30 minutes before they had to go inside and sound check. So like, we just like walked around the corner, shot promos and went back in. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that show actually ended up being like a big thing for us because that was our first video that we, we dropped the did well, like we dropped the acoustic, um, millennial video for crown the empire. And, um, you know, at the time, you know, we thought like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. Like this is going to blow up. So like we actually we left Chain Reaction and while we drove home to LA that night, like we drove down that morning, filmed Jesus and me. left. And we while we drove back, Alfredo sat in the passenger seat with a laptop and edited and cut the whole entire video wow. while we drove. That's and fucking passion. We, I love and that when shit. we got back to my house, we, we uploaded it to the internet and that's when it like blew up. Um, and that was our first hundred thousand viewed video. So, um, you know, like sometimes you just got to take risks and yeah. do things. And we did a lot of that. And we had a lot of times that it failed where we drive 
ridiculous amounts of hours and we'd do things for free and get nothing out of it and get like 5,000 views. Uh, I know. But that's still you know, like it's all part of the grind. You tell them the story. The thing, like thing it really like clicked with me is like, um, obviously you have a lot of ups and downs doing anything from scratch. Like you driving down, making that drive and having that moment of like this apex of where we can either quit, do the easy way, or we can just like suck shit, make this drive and just like say, fuck it. Let's, let's see what's going to happen. Like like, that's a beautiful moment. That's that pretty much symbolizes a lot of like DIY stuff from the ground. Like that's, Mm. I mean, if they made a movie about you guys one day, who knows what can happen like that right. that should be that should be the moment <laughs> that should be the turning point <laughs> moment is that drive down there and like like i'm getting that is the moment about that that might be the climax. Like, like that like that's amazing man like that it's so refreshing to hear stories like that because you know like everybody gets discouraged with like everybody wants to do their own thing and like be their own boss and like call the shots and like especially doing something that you're so passionate about but yeah. p- people need to hear that stuff man of like like, dude, like, you could definitely just take the easy way and just go home and, like, call it a day, go to the next one. Like, who knows what could happen, but nah, man, like, that, that's, like, that's true passion. Like, that's amazing to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love definitely. seeing that and hearing that. Dude, like, internally, I was screaming. Like, you can't hear me, but, like, it, like inside my head and my gut, I'm like, fuck yeah. My like, dude, I, you were I appreciate <laughs> that's, that's just a light form of it. I appreciate people who go out of their, their way to, you know, thrive for what they want instead of just doing the bare minimum. So I, I could just, I don't know, because I talked to a couple people, uh, friends or guys that are in, or girls that are in bands and such, and it's so disappointing to see others who have a uh, uh, God-given talent and they don't take advantage of it, they it, like even if they gave ten percent more of what they are doing currently, they would probably be just as successful uh, as some of their idols. So I just yeah. I, I applaud that. That's why I clapped. I get so hyped. Like that that Thank makes you. me appreciate people for what they do. Because I love when for people sure. Thank you, know, man. seeing that shit. Um, and it's crazy. And you guys don't do just live footage. And then that's like the beginning of Caliber TV. Like that's the beginning of everything. And you guys are starting to also put up like interviews. Um, I mean, you've been doing them for a while. You guys interviewed Breaking Benjamin. I know that's on the channel somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. And you've also have been releasing uh, original content of bands who are, you know, releasing new music and stuff. Is that something that we can expect more in the near future with Caliber's channel or BVTV? Uh whichever goes hand in hand bbtv is always going to have uh music video premieres for sure um and caliber we're trying to do more of that um you know we're we're trying to develop a, a platform that we can push ads as well as you know like push these bands on our channel um but that's a big thing that we've always you know people have always kind of only come to us for the live videos and a lot of the premieres Sometimes they'll do good and sometimes they don't. And um, a big thing behind that is that, you know, a lot of bands think that once they get some big channel that's going to post something, they don't do as much, you know, on their end of trying to push their video out, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, a lot of people might be either lacking knowledge on how to promote themselves, but that's a big thing that we're trying to change is – you know, we've built our website, we rebuilt that during coronavirus, um, calibertv.net. And that is, you know, it's a full, it's a full publication at this point. We've got writers for us. It's a great us. website. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. 
and we've got you know we've got uh, editorials, we've got news, we've got galleries, um, you know live live galleries will yeah. come back as soon as we've got shows going on again, and we've got all the live videos up there. Um, so you know, and with our website, we'll be able to push ad platforms and and do stuff for bands. So you know, if bands are premiering with us, then we have the option of pushing ads on the website as well. So that way, you know, when, when you're reading about an article about Bring Me the Horizon, or you're reading an article about, you know, Era, who just, you know, dropped some new stuff or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. you're, you're also getting, you know, recommendations for bands that you might like. And that's a big thing that we're, we're trying to push with our uh, YouTube is that, we can promote you and we're going to start doing it the correct way and pushing advertisements and actually, you know, trying to actually be a driving force behind those views. So, and, you know, in the past, we've always just, you know, we've accepted premieres and done them for free. We've had people who've come to us and they want to drop something and we like it. And mm. We send it around and we all make a group decision and we all decide whether we want to drop it. And then if we all like it and we drop it, you know, most of those were were hundred percent free. We didn't charge a thing, but you know wow. now now we actually charge something, and that's we're using that money to actually push into the back end of it. So you know we have writers who will write an article about that band. So we we pay our writer to write an article and do a single or a track analysis where they go through the tracks and they analyze and they you know they pick out what they like and they basically do you know a review and. Um, and then on top of it, we put ads on our website and we run ads on YouTube. And, you know, so we we take a lot of that and we actually use that as a driving force to to push views for those bands now. Um, and we've we've um, we've only done one band with that so far, but we have another band that we're we're talking to about pushing another premiere with. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, we're we're working on it steadily and growing the system and, you know, expanding what we do. Um, so yeah, that's a great way to build the community. That's a great way to build the community and to keep it thriving because the the underground bands are going to be, you know, what the future is with that sound, Mm -hmm. with that genre, with, um, with how they go about shows or festivals or whatever. So, I mean, to put that on a perspective to see the actual, I mean, I'm sure you can see some of these bands and like, you might see yourself with the productivity that they're, you know, putting out there, the passion that they're putting out there. You know what I mean? So that's pretty mm-hmm. fucking cool too. Like I, I would hope that um, I see you know more of that, which I'm sure I will. I'm sure we will like see more of these bands coming out. I think there's a couple other channels on YouTube that I know of that do that. Uh, they they mm-hmm. but they solely promote bands, uh, underground bands. Yeah. Uh, there's one called Dreambound. They're not. Yep. They're, they're pretty decent. Cool. Yeah, and then there's another one I can't remember what the name was, but um, there was beheading no, just built the a trader. Oh, that is um, yes. Yeah, beheading the traitor. Um, there was Chug Core. Oh, that's right. Um, I forgot about that one. Yeah, some big things went down with Chug Core. Apparently, they're owned by new people now. But um, um, but I don't know. Uh, a lot of things happened with that. Um, there's there's a couple other pages as well. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, Dreambound's great. Um, I found a lot of cool bands through them for sure. Yeah, me too. Um, including yeah. a band called Noasia, which is amazing. And if you haven't heard <laughs> of them, N O I J um, A. 
Noasia. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, yeah. And they're from Sweden. And those guys are absolutely mad talented. And uh, they're wonderful. Definitely, definitely check them out. <laughs> Speaking of wonderful and with creative content, the Chelsea Grin hostage video is almost at 3 million views. So if you haven't checked it out now or in the check past it. or you want to watch it again, I encourage you to watch this video because that is still one of my favorites on the channel. It's so good, dude. And <laughs> Thank you. being at 3 million, you know, I'm sure Tom is really uh, stoked about it. Um, I'm sure, I mean, you know, now that you guys are working with him with Darko. Um, and you guys are giving away a signed poster, I believe, or a printout yeah. poster. Oh, What's yeah, going on? That. What's the details with that yeah. real quick? So, um, yeah, we uh, we had Tom sign sign one of the posters for the uh, hostage video. And um, we told them that we do a giveaway when we when we shot the Darko video. Um, so we uh, we actually just dropped that yesterday. And uh, that ends next Friday, which is September. September 4th 4th yes so September 4th that ends um and you just gotta enter on Twitter by retweeting and following the caliber account um and then we're gonna send it off um and that photo was actually taken by an incredibly talented photographer named Kyle Tizio um and I think I believe he's in the LA area and um he's been absolutely wonderful that shot I swear is one of the most iconic shots in yeah. probably all of deathcore by now i mean the the thumbnail image of that just with tom's eyes and the way it's that awesome. you know it's so awesome. it's so focused and crisp and like i think i like i know the video is like obviously you know what it is and it it's it's incredible and people love it and it's it's got a lot of replay value but i think that that thumbnail helped a lot that image is just like it grabs your attention you know you look at that and you're just like dang you're that looks like a right. cool video yeah like <laughs> i already knew of chelsea and when tom joined i was like this is a goddamn powerhouse like this is <laughs> this is chelsea's grins uh this is chelsea grins um dream team like it's amazing like from coming from Lorna shore like i was a huge fan of the vocals right off the bat i was like this is this guy's incredible and then when i heard he made the <coughs> oh, excuse me when he made the transition to um, Chelsea Grin and joined them, holy shit! Like, yeah, we blasted that in my house. I'm pretty sure my neighbors heard everything. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and I'm. Uh, do you know if they're working on another album? Because I know Eternal Nightmare was the last thing that they released. I'm pretty sure they are. I would hope. Yeah, I'm. I'm positive that they're working on another album for sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure it's going to be absolutely amazing. I mean, they dropped the the new track Bleeding Sun, so they're definitely working on stuff. Um Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tight. I'm hoping that, you know, we'll get to hear some of those Lorna Shore vocals come out on this <laughs> next, you know, album and um and I absolutely like I I love everything that Tom has brought to that band and, you know, Eternal Nightmare was so cool and you know, the new track Bleeding Sun really shows off some of, you know, his other styles of vocals. And I think that we're going to see that a lot more of that in the new Chelsea Grin stuff. But, you know, I could be wrong. He could he could pull a 180 and do some really, really crazy stuff. Starts so. clean singing out of nowhere. Falsetto. <laughs> yeah, like, ballads, wow. yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, where did I expect bye this bye out guys. of you? 
<laughs> yeah, no, right. Stuff like that. It's all boy band. It's like, wow, I didn't expect him to do that. That's, that's incredible. Chelsea um, Grin is a boy band. Let's let's. Oh, I'm in. I'm so Death in. Death metal boy band. Death metal boy band. Hit up, we're just gonna have to hit up Pablo and just be like, man, you know, it's time. <laughs> be like, what are you talking about? It's time oh, to get an electronic drummer, <laughs> dudes. <Yeah. laughs> you know, nah, you wanted it for years. It's time. It's time to just. To just write super pop tracks. Mm. Just kidding. Pop pop. <laughs> I don't think that'll ever happen. Just pop yeah. pops. Those guys. Those guys are way too good at what they do, dude. Like Chelsea yeah. Grin mm. is just phenomenal, and, and like their live shows are just incredible. I'm so sad that the tours got canceled this year because <laughs> they were about to go on some sick tours, and they were bringing on uh, Traders. And if you haven't checked out Traders, one of the sickest heavy like beat down style bands ever i mean they're really sludgy and slow and just like those guys are stupid talented and uh they're actually an unsigned band um and they were going on tour with chelsea grin for the whole tour oh wow uh, which shows how freaking insanely good they are i love when bands do that they bring on bands that are just you know very very underground and they see the potential Mm -hmm. that shit gets me hyped too it's like you just know it's you know that they're you know the quality and the passion they're just gonna bring it to the table for that tour so that's awesome yeah dude i highly recommend looking up traders they'll blow your mind can we debunk the um the video real quick was that one of the guitar players i know we we talked about it before um before we started recording but uh, that's not one of the guitar players kid that's like just some fan from the crowd like the little kid that was like yeah. freaking out on the side the bro video. Yeah. she's going hard and i'm like i love that <laughs> she might be the yeah. same or i don't know if it's a girl or a boy but either way the kid I, they might be it's the same girl. kid that it's a girl so she might yeah. be the same girl that also no because this is 2018 not because this was in 2017 2017 there was a video where um knock loose played counting worms and she did the ah, ah, and like it was fucking adorable dude i was like <laughs> that's, amazing. that's that's a hardcore fan for life but um now <laughs> the, the comment section i i thought the same thing i thought it was one of the guys as a kid but it wasn't you you debunked that so yeah it was just a fan in the crowd yeah, so yeah it was it was just a fan in the crowd uh kid was going nuts in the in the pit and just <laughs> having a great time and um i'm pretty sure that somebody in chelsea grin's uh crew saw her and they brought her up on the That's stage so cool. um and i'm i'm pretty sure her parents probably were on the back side of the stage but she was like at the front just like standing there just doing oh. Fortnite dances and having the time of her life and that was the coolest thing ever to see Some good parents um yeah and i wish we could have put that in the video but uh-huh. you know we didn't want to put somebody, you know, under 18 in the video that's, you know, Smart. spotlight of the video. And, you know, and we didn't have we didn't have any way to contact the parents and ask, is this OK if we include her? But mm-hmm. it ended up being a viral video on Twitter anyways. And <laughs> the parents ended up being on Twitter. I, I'm pretty sure. I know I saw a comment where someone said that's my my uh, younger sister. And they were like. Because somebody was like arguing that it was, you know, one of the members' daughters, and they mm-hmm. were like, "No, that's my younger sister." So, um, but yeah, that was that was super cool. Um, I've never seen, you know, some kid do Fortnite dances <laughs> to a deathcore band before, but I hope that I it happens more often. Yeah, right? that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> now we need more of that. Um, 
that's insane, dude. That 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 blew my mind when I saw. I, I love when you know new generation of kids are so into that kind of music because you don't think they are, you know, just out of mm-hmm. you know assumption. But that shit got me so hyped. Um, dude, listen, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you sharing your story. I mean, I'm looking really forward to what you guys have in the near future. Um, thank and you. Man. I'm glad that everybody and you and your family is staying safe. Um, definitely. You know, you sounds like you got a lot going on in your plate, and you have a lot ahead of you, uh, production, productive, uh, production wise, and just you know the work ethic. So, I give my best regards to you and your family, and, and Alfredo, and uh, super close weekend. to four thousand views too, or four thousand subscribers as well on YouTube. To how many? A uh, hundred thousand. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, so there. I think everybody should go subscribe and get them to a hundred thousand. Yeah, we're getting close. And if you and don't, I appreciate that, man. Like, um, you know, I hope you guys are all doing good too. And, you know, I hope that COVID has been treating you kindly. Like it's a tough time for everybody for sure. And a lot of people really have to change up what they do and try to make money. And, you know, we're all, we're all just working as hard as we can to, to make ends meet. So yeah we're all in this together i mean that's definitely that's what we do i mean my concern is for everybody i mean i'm i'm doing very well i appreciate that um but i'm still you know i still think about others just to make sure they're okay because we're all in this together so hopefully the music industry can resume soon are you are you relatively close to the california wildfires going on um yes um yes and no i mean um my girlfriend lives in Chico, so I've been okay. in Chico a lot, and there's been quite a few fires up there. They had the Butte Complex fire that was pretty close to Chico. That's uh, where uh, mountains nearby there. That's where Sierra Nevada is, right? Yeah, up Sierra in Chico. Nevada. Because mm, I, yeah. I went to I, I went to Vacaville back in like 2018 for a little bit, and I got a chance to go out. But damn, man, it's dry. <laughs> yeah, it's so very hot it. up in Chico for sure. Um, but yeah, we've we've just had tons of smoke. I mean, yeah. you like we had one morning where I just woke up and the whole room was just orange light coming through. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, and you look outside and the whole like if you if you know what a sepia filter is with cameras mm-hmm. where it's like just yeah. brown and orange colored. It's what it looked like. It looked like the whole world just had like a sepia filter. Natural sepia and filter. We're wow. looking, you know, looking through the through the blinds, waking up in the morning and the whole sky's orange like it's just wow crazy well hopefully you're um, like in a safe area and not too close to it yeah i think we're okay um okay. we've we've had some warnings around us we had a town that's like 20 minutes from my house that had a big fire i think they got that put out um but yeah the skies have just been covered with smoke but um mainly just staying inside and yeah you know changing our air filters try to keep healthy so (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) stay safe with it yeah definitely that's crazy (laughs) but uh we we, we, dude i think again thank you so much um for coming on and doing this uh i'm i'm really excited to get this uploaded uh asap and uh (laughs) yeah i mean you know well i hope we work sometime together in the near future uh zach and i are trying to plan doing in person uh mm-hmm. probably by next year if the industry even opens i'm sure we'll cross paths one of these days yeah definitely yeah definitely look, that'd I'd, be awesome i look forward to that so thank you brother i really appreciate it we'll be talking yeah, of to you course. soon take it easy you too